Hey everybody, Meredith and Alexa back on the mic with the Diet Doc Movement, talking about all things macros, mindset, and movement. And we have brought on a familiar guest, Tyler Kraft, back onto our podcast to pick up the conversation we left off with in April of 2022. We had just started, not even just started, but like the first, I'd say five, six, seven months of Tyler's flexible dieting journey uh, when we last talked and so much has evolved and progressed and changed, which is why we wanted to bring Tyler back on to talk about his journey. So you all can hear about real life, flexible dieters in the wild. <laughs> and Tyler, before you start, tell our listeners too, when, when did you start with the diet doc officially? Um, it was right in the middle of January last year. It was January of last year. Okay. Awesome. Yep. Now we're looking at January of this year. So we got a year yep. under our belts and you're still rolling. Let me first say, if you're listening in and you haven't listened to our first podcast with Tyler, pause this episode, go take a listen, get caught up to speed. But for those that haven't, and for those that aren't taking my advice of pausing and going and listening to it, Tyler, give us a kind of like a cliff notes version of where you were before you started flexible dieting. And then maybe like the first six to eight months of your flexible dieting journey with us. Okay. So before I started working with you, I kind of always struggled somewhat with my weight. Um, I tried different diets. I tried keto. I tried just, you know, eating healthier when I thought of, you know, adding salads in and different things of that nature. And I just could lose like a little bit of weight here and there, but never really made any substantial progress. Um, and so then I decided to, to try out your, your program where you were uh, advertising your beginning of the year special at the gym last year and uh, started working with you and really committed to everything that you guys teach. And so the last time we did the podcast, I believe it was like four months in and I had lost probably around like 20 pounds or so, 20 to 30 pounds. And since then I've, think I've lost probably like 15 or more pounds or so and have continued to not just be in a in a deficit and lose weight but I've also started to experiment with being in at maintenance level trying to you know do body comp changes and and stuff like that and experimenting with all the different ways you can use flexible dieting that was a perfectly cliff noted version of everything we've done in 12 months so we'll wrap up the podcast here no <laughs> what I want to like scream from the rooftops right now to our listeners and potential clients is that in our perception, you've been doing this for a year, which is like a blip on the radar when it comes to body composition change, specifically fat loss, especially when it comes to like strength gain and muscle development. But I think the outside perception is that it's like, oh my God, seriously, it's taken a whole year to count. When you first started, did you have a concept of how long, you know, your body composition goals were going to take? And can you believe that in a year's time, you were able to make the progress that you've made? Or have you been left disappointed in how long it's taken? No, I mean, not at all. I mean, I guess realistically, I kind of, it took about six months to really get to the point I'm at now, as far as my weight. It was one of those things where you don't know what to expect. I always considered myself like, quote unquote, like big boned. And I thought if I got down to the weight that I'm at now, I'd 
like you don't know what you'll look like you know what I mean and so I thought I would you know if I got down to like 185 pounds for instance I would be like this stick figure but it's just not the case because your body changes so much as you lose weight add muscle and all these different factors and so it really took me like six months to get to the weight I'm at now and since then it's been more a concentration on adding muscle and changing the way I look and not actually worrying really about what the scale says, paying attention to the trends just so you know where you're at. But it's more about like adding muscle, the way you look, the way your clothes fit and things of that nature. So, I mean, I haven't been, I have, I've been super happy about at where I'm at and, and even though how long it's taken. So just to clarify for our listeners too, you haven't been in a calorie deficit starving for 365 days, right? <laughs> no, definitely not. I think, I think we did do, I think the first, I would say three to four months, we did a pretty strict deficit, but I still never really, because you eat so much better as far as your food quality, I never really felt starving. You definitely feel hungry from time to time, but it's not anything like absurd. And uh, we, we kind of, I think in June was the first time I did like a, like a week diet break. I've done a couple of those. And then starting in, I believe it was November for November and December, I ate at my maintenance for two whole months and definitely uh, went a little above and beyond a few times. So I, uh, but even, even with that, I, I think I might've gained like three pounds or something like that. So, you know, was able to, and there's also been times where for a couple of weeks, I didn't even track. I just ate, you know, kind of used the guidelines of what I've learned from my tracking and just ate regularly without tracking at all for two weeks and actually lost some pounds during those weeks because I just know how to eat and like, you know, what the best way for me to eat for, for losing weight is. Talk to us a little bit about, let's, let's use those like two months that you specified. You said November, December right? Those were the two months. Yes. Okay. So let's state the obvious. It's the holidays, right? (laughs) Typically those months, I think for a lot of individuals that don't have the, the knowledge base of nutritional science and flexible dieting is they look at those two months and it's like, well, I've gone off the bandwagon or I've gained all this weight back because I feel different in my body or I've gained three pounds. And, um, I think we need to chat about how that season of life, those couple months of the year do require a higher level of flexibility. You have a son, you have holidays to um, navigate, you have a family, like all these things go into, okay, maybe now's not the time to continue to seek fat loss. Maybe now's the time to experience maintenance, or like you said, maybe a little bit of a surplus. What was the mindset like going into? A, a specific, like I am going to purposefully not try to lose body fat. I'm going to just eat at maintenance process. And then B, what was it like transitioning out of that back to, and then catch us up to speed where you're at right now with your goals? Yeah, definitely. It, it helped to be able to on days, like you said, where like, if you have like, like Thanksgiving, for instance, like I allowed myself to eat more. And basically just like that morning, it wasn't like I didn't eat breakfast, but I just made sure to I just had an egg white omelet with like some oatmeal and, you know, didn't eat any fats and stuff like that. So like knowing how to just kind of maneuver around your food choices so that whenever you wanted to, you know, just 
eat like everybody else does and not look like some weirdo that's, you know, I can't eat any mashed potatoes because there's butter in them, you know, you don't have to do stuff like that. And it was really just, I've, I've really been interested in wanting to see what my, what I can do in the gym and like body composition wise by having those extra calories and knowing how much better you feel, how better your workouts, workouts are, and you can, you know, add weight to all your lifts just by simply giving your body the fuel it needs to uh, work out. And I think I had messaged you when I had, it was sometime in December. Like I said, I, there were times I kept the, uh, uh, Christmas time, uh, Reese cups in the house for my son. And I definitely overindulged a few times by myself. And, um, I had, I just noticed the scale was, I had went up, you know, to like two fifteen or something, which was more than I wanted to be, but I just woke up the next day and I was just like, I'm just going to lower my macros back down and I'm just going to get back to what I was doing before. And of course, you know, within a few days because of the lowering of the carbs immediately dropped like five or six pounds in three days it was almost back to where I had started from anyways. And rather than being like upset with myself or like, what do I do from here? It was almost just like a calming effect of just like, Hey man, you just have been eating too much. You, you know, eating too many carbs. You've got more water in your body. Just cut your macros back down, you know, be, you know, diligent and pay attention to what you're eating. And it's, you know, you know, the results are going to come and this is exactly what happened. So if you haven't, pause this episode yet to listen to episode one. I'm going to reiterate, pause this episode, go listen to our first conversation with Tyler, because in that episode, you talk about how you had periods of time before um, we worked together where you did lose weight. Some of it was just stress induced. Some of it was like, oh, I'm just kind of experimenting, lost weight, then you would lose weight. And then it was like, well, I don't really know how I lost weight and I want to lose more, but I don't know what to do because I just lost it. And the fact that you just said that you're like, well, I knew exactly why I gained quote weight, right? We gained some water weight. I know what I need to do in order to get back to feeling the way I want to feel. And even now knowing how to tweak your macros, your caloric intake, your workouts to meet your goals, that all comes back to a year's worth of investing in the knowledge of not just following a meal plan, of not just if it fits your macros, you were a client that's just said, teach me everything. <laughs> I want to learn it all. <laughs> and now here you are, and we're not working together on a weekly basis. You're able to meet whatever your goals are. So what would you say, let's look at this next 12 month calendar. What are like your today goals? I know you're a mountain biker goal. I'm sure that there's some new PRs you want to hit. What over the next year, what, what do you want to accomplish? Yeah, I definitely, it's funny how everything has like changed since I, you know, you kind of along the journey, you don't know like what you're going to end up at. And that's kind of an interesting part about it to me is that you can change your goals. If you can, it's, you're, you're kind of like your own little experiment to a degree of just like what, you know, what can, what am I capable of basically? And so, yeah, I definitely, I'm looking forward to, I'm going to try, I'd enter my first downhill race last fall. I'm wanting to do a couple, two or three more of those this year, definitely riding more. Um, and in the gym, I really, it's more of like a, I guess I have this like look in my head of what I want to get to. And that's what I want to try and reach through my, through like eating in at a surplus, eating at maintenance, uh, training, you know, working with different, uh, plans that Cody gives me and trying to just develop my body to look like 
what I, you know, just like I said, just to see what can I do? Because I've never, I'm, the way that I look now, I never thought I was capable of because it's one of those things where I feel like we're just kind of told, you know, some people can look this way and some people can't. It's definitely easier for some people. It's harder for some people, but some people can gain more muscle than others. And I'm just kind of, you know, excited to see what I can do when I put my mind to it and, you know, kind of use all the information that you've given me and just like, oh, hey, I'm going to try this for, you know, eight weeks and see what happens. And so, like I said, I don't really look so much at the scale now. I do just to kind of make sure I'm keeping myself in check. The body scans definitely help because you get a little bit more in-depth analysis than just like, hey, this is what the number is. Um, but not not sticking on that because, I, like I said, I haven't – I mean, I haven't been this light since I was in high school, since I was probably in like ninth or tenth grade. And it's the fact that I've stayed here for as long as I have. I mean, it's been almost eight months at this point that I've weighed this weight and – have definitely added muscle and changed the way I look in that time frame as well. So just interested to see what I can do and uh, everything that I can to use from that you guys given me to see what I can do. I feel like you're such a great example of just someone who, like you said, it wasn't like it was, I'm going to try this for four weeks or I'm going to try this for six weeks, but you have literally put the work in and along that way, you know, I'm sure when you first started, you said, I want to lose whatever, 15, 20 pounds. Right. And then you got there and you're like, okay, now I want to go for a new PR. Okay, great. Now I want to add some muscle. Okay, great. It's like, I love that you had these goals, but then as this year's progressed and this next year, um, you know, those goals just always change. You're never like, you never get to your goal and feel like, well, I made it. I'm just going to hang out here. Right. You're like, nope. What's the next thing? What am I going to do next? Um, but I just really applaud you for, for putting in that work on the forefront, putting that work into the forefront and learning. And it has to feel good, right? Mentally to know that you go on vacation or you go through a holiday or, you know, you enjoy your son's birthday or, or activities with him and knowing that like you can wake up that next day and you know exactly what to do to be able to get right back on track and, and keep moving towards your goals. That has to feel good, right? Because there's so many people out there. I feel like one little holiday or one bad weekend with my little quotation hands, you guys can't see just knocks them and they're just done. Right. So I just have to feel so good mentally, but I just want to applaud you, Tyler. You have, have done an amazing job. You will continue to do an amazing job. And thank you for sharing your story because I really do think it's such an inspiration uh, to so many people that, Hey, you're, you're a dad. Um, you work crazy hours. You uh, still put the time in, in the gym and make your health a priority. So great job, Tyler. Well, thank you. And yes, yeah, definitely one of the things I feel like the best word for is like empowering like that you know what to do. Um, and also like that was one of the things when I first talked with Meredith that drew me to y'all's program was she, it was, she didn't tell me like, you're going to have to work with me forever. Cause I asked her like straight up because more of a financial aspect, like how long am I going to have to work with, you know? And she said, you know, it, it, that depends on you, but our goal is for you to not have to work with us forever. Like that's our purpose is to teach you so that you don't. And that's exactly what's happened. Like I've reached the point where I felt like I had the information that I needed and that I could use it. And I still, you know, she's still there for me. Like if I have questions or if I need to bounce ideas off of her, she's still there to help. But like, I don't need somebody to strictly track my fitness pal to see what I'm eating. Like I know when I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's what y'all's program does is it lets you learn and it lets you know for yourself, not, Hey, I need Meredith and Alexa to tell me for the rest of my life what to eat. It's, Hey, they taught me how to eat and I can just use their information and, and do it on my own. But and if you also, want us forever, you can totally find USA, us. We don't want you to need us. We would just want you to want us. 
For sure. But then the other thing, like you said, one of the things I guess, uh, I listen to other podcasts and stuff about this topic. And one of the things that somewhat frustrates me and that I feel like might discourage some people is they act like if you don't have this perfect like sleep schedule and all this stuff that you can't get results. And while I understand that that stuff is all like necessary, like you said, because of my schedule, I can't sleep. You know, I do have minimal sleep at times and my schedule is absurd and I've still made this much progress. So like for people that hear this stuff and I think it's discouraging of just like, well, you know, I don't have an eight to five job that I get to sleep nine hours a night and blah, blah, blah. I can't do all this. So you don't have to do all that. You know, you have to work with what you've got. And as long as you're dedicated and you use the knowledge that you have, like you can make it work, even if your life isn't, you know, this perfect example of how to be, you know, healthy and fit. All right. I got a tough question for you because I think this will help so many people as well. Thinking back to the, the old Tyler, when you first started, like, what would you say, like, is one piece of advice you would give to somebody who's sort of in your same position? Like, I, I don't know, I, I have this goal, but I, I don't really know. I've lost weight in the past and I can't keep it off. Like, what would you say, like, what's, what's some advice or like, what's that first step look like for those people? I mean, to me, it was just being open to learning about how to change your eating and what to eat. I mean, the stuff that I eat now it's stuff that I just never ate. Like I used to tell myself, like I wouldn't eat grilled chicken. Oh, I just don't like it. And you kind of like justify that in your head. And it's like, oh, well, there's a reason. I mean, you don't have to eat just grilled chicken, but it is a great way to get lean protein. In. And over time, I've learned how to cook it really well to really, I, I enjoy it. And it just makes, you know, hitting my macros better. But that would be my main thing is just be open to learning why there's reasons behind the stuff that you guys teach as far as how we're supposed to eat. It's not just some like, oh, hey, this is what I think you should do. It's like proven that if you eat this way, it will have these effects and results on your body. And if you just do little by little of, you know, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna work on eating more protein. And then you can kind of work on, hey, I'm going to lower my fats down. And then, oh, hey, I'm going to start working on looking at my fiber. And then you just kind of add it all together. And slowly you're, I take, I look at sometimes what I eat on a daily basis. And I'm like, if you would have told me 12 months ago, this is what my menu would have looked like. I would have been like, I never ate like that. And now it's just like second nature to me. That's just how I eat. And it was step by step. It wasn't like, all right, I've signed up. Let me throw everything out of the cupboard and the fridge and too bad, son. You have to eat chicken, broccoli, rice with me. It was, it was baby steps. And now those are the foods that, you know, like leave you feeling your best. And oftentimes it's not the necessarily the taste of we'll use grilled chicken that makes us want to come back. But when you invest enough time and understanding on eating certain types of like nutrient dense food, you choose them because you know how good it feels and it feels really good to feel good. I saw a reel this morning from another nutrition coach on Instagram, and it was a, a video of her eating this like salad, a plate of vegetables. And it said, eating my stupid vegetables for my stupid mental health and my stupid physical health, like just clearly being sarcastic, but it was so, it hit the nail on the head. It's like, sure, all three of us would probably love to get together and crush some pizza and have some wine and a glass of beer or something. But all three of us also know the benefits of choosing the stupid vegetables over the pizza, beer and wine you know, eight to nine out of 10 times. And I, I, I think people miss that, that like you're allowed to take small steps towards big results. It just takes time, commitment, dedication, understanding of why it is you're doing what you're doing. And hopefully this episode 
teaches everybody that. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully it is helpful to somebody. Cause like I said, it's where I'm at now compared to I was a year ago. Like I hope, everybody can reach that point because it's definitely a very, very good place to be. It's been an entire year and probably a year ago, if you knew you were going to still be at it for a year, you might've in your head already counted out like, oh my gosh, a year, this is crazy. But just that consistency and just continue to show up. And I'm sure you can attest to this, like a year has gone by and you're like, holy crap, it's been a year. Like this is crazy. And you're still continuing on. So just take that first little step, people. Um, I know a year sounds like a really long time, but those, uh, that repeated behavior, those baby steps all do add up. And I always say a year is going to pass by no matter if you do anything or you don't. So you also do it, right? <laughs> not just that, but it's after this year that, that actually the mindset that I have is not like, oh man, it's, you know, it's taken a year. It's more so, wow, I've done this much in a year. What can I do in another year? And you have, you know, the rest of your life to do it. So like, right. And you're, you have to enjoy doing it, enjoy the process, because like you said, then you can just change your goals and then you continue to enjoy the process, just change your goals. And then you're always working towards something and it's just always fulfilling to, to be able to do that. Well, with your permission, when we launch this podcast, I'd love to throw your year transformation pictures out with this episode. I know you've put it on your own personal social media. You know, a picture is worth a thousand words. I, I think from a coaching standpoint, the thousand words will always mean more than the picture. But I also know that you're super proud of those pictures. I'm super proud of those pictures. Alexa is super proud of those pictures for you. So if we get the thumbs up from you, we'd love to share that. There we go. Big thumbs up. So y'all, Listen to this podcast first, pause again, listen to the first one. Now listen to our second client conversation and then hop on our social media and check out the results of Mr. Tyler Craft over the last year. He really has done amazing and we're so excited to see what happens. What do you say? We meet here in 12 months again and see what's going on with you. Let's do it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>